This is the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, January 2nd. Welcome to 2024. Our first morning sports desk of the new year, and we have some local sports to talk about. Starting off with our broadcast schedule tonight on 98.5 FM and AM 1430 KNSP, The Fan, Walker, Hackensack, Akeley, at Staples, Motley, Girls, Basketball, that's going to be a good one. Walker Hackensack Akeley, a top team in Class A, and Staples Motley, a good Class 2A team in girls basketball. I think it's going to be a good game. I, I really want to listen to it tonight. However, I can't because I'm going to be doing some Park Region Conference and Section 5A girls basketball tonight. 7.15 pregame, 7.30 tip-off. Bertha Hewitt at Sabika over on the Superstation, K106, 105.9 FM. Streaming live at WadenaRadio.com and the Superstation K106 app. Again, both games, 7.15 pregame, 7.30 tip-off. That Walker Hackensack Akeley and Staples Motley game going to be pretty darn fun. I wish Corey could have been here uh, to, to preview it a little bit and to talk about his thoughts because he's seen the Staples Motley Girls team a little bit this year and kind of feels like where they're at uh, in the year, of course. You know, it's that first game back from winter break for a lot of these teams, so how will that translate as well is, is another thing you got to look at because we always talk about once teams hit January, they want to start sprinting, but, you know, this is the first part of that sprint or maybe of that race. And, you know, you might have to shake off the rust a little bit in that first game back for a lot of teams. But, you know, we'll see. Some some teams have played those holiday tournaments, like Walker Hackensack Akeley hosted a holiday tournament last week for girls and boys. So, you know, maybe there's not a ton of rust uh, for some teams and others, but y- you get my gist. January is really when we start to see the all-winter sports, but specifically basketball and uh, a girls basketball and boys basketball start to kind of ramp up and, you know, maybe teams trim their benches a little bit. They don't quite have as many uh, kids see the floor. They're kind of ironing out some things. They figured out what their team is going to look like, and now they want to try and uh, hammer some things out. But for Bertha Hewitt girls basketball, they're 5-4 and four on the season, 2-0 and oh in Section 5A, 0-3 oh in the Park Region Conference, 2-3 and three on the road. They're 3-1. and one on their home floor and looking at these bears, they've had some wins. And in fact, they've gone on a little win streak here. They've won four games in a row with wins over Ashby, Minneapolis South, Laporte and Battle Lake to get them above 500. And they have a chance to get that first PRC win when they go up to Sabika tonight for the Trojans. They're three and five, two and two in section five, a Oh, and three in the park region conference. They're one and two on their home floor, two and three on the road. For the Trojans, they played Walker Hackensack Akeley 57 54. That game uh, was uh, uh, took place on Thursday, December 21st. They got a win over Hill City Northland 66 45. There was also games uh, with Frey Z and Henning. Those were losses. They had a win over Long Prairie Gray Eagle and Pine River Bacchus. Some losses mixed into New York Mills and Verndale as well. Um, Again, going to be a good good game. Both teams looking for their first Park Region Conference win of the season as well. So it'll be something's got to give. One team is going to walk away with that first PRC win. Both teams, if you look at the Section 5A West subsection standings, they're right next to each other. Bertha Hewitt has the slight edge over Sabika for the four seed. If the season ended today, which we still have like 
a whole two months before we really even start to think about that. But Bertha Hewitt would play Sabika and host in that 4-5. So for two teams right around each other, the QRF is separated by about five points. But again, a head-to-head win can change a lot of that, especially in the section. For Bertha Hewitt, staying a perfect 3-0 in the section, if they could get a win tonight, would be big. For Sabika, they could try and jump Bertha Hewitt or at least get within striking distance with a win today. Currently, Walker Hackensack Akeley leads that section with a 6-3 and record overall, 4-0 and in Section 5A. Nevis is 2-2 two and two overall, 6-2 uh, and two, uh, six overall, I should say, 2-2 two and two in the section. Verndale, 4-1 and one in the section, 8-1 and one overall. They're the three seed. Then Bertha Hewitt, then Sabika, Pine River, Bacchus after that, Long Prairie, Gray Eagle, Browerville, Eagle Valley, and Laporte all round out Section 5A right now. In the Park Region Conference, currently it's Verndale with the lead in girls basketball. They are 3-0 in the PRC. Monaga also 3-0. They're tied for that lead. Henning is 2-1. So is Wadena Deer Creek. New York Mills and Pillager are 1-2. And, and Bertha Hewitt and Sabika towards the bottom, both 0-3 in the Park Region Conference. Looking to see who can take that seventh spot with a win tonight. Again, it should be a good one. 7.15 pregame, 7.30 tip-off over on the Superstation, K106, 105.9 FM. Also streaming live at WadenaRadio.com and the Superstation K106 app. Should be a good one. I'm looking forward to that call later today. Hey, why don't we take a look in some of our state sports right now? Because uh, first off, I just want to mention, hey, Minnesota Twins baseball is going to be played this year. I'm feeling... uh, pretty excited about that i know it's you know about three months away at best but twins baseball will be it will be on the calendar this year so i I can at least tell myself that uh even though there's not a ton of snow and it's honestly felt kind of warm and even maybe you've played some catch outside over the last month or two but you know i i digress we're still gonna ramp towards that as we get closer but the Minnesota Timberwolves, we talked about that big stretch where they're playing a lot of teams with winning records. It was like over a 12-game stretch, like 10 of the teams they were going to play had winning records. The Wolves, I think, are 11-3 and this season, 11-4 and against teams with winning records. I know the Wolves lost to the Knicks, and it wasn't particularly a great game. They turned the ball over a lot in that second quarter after playing a good first quarter, and you know things just never quite got going with the team and there are some shortcomings and we talk about it with the turnovers and with them starting slow most games and you know sometimes if their guys get into foul trouble cats uh, after a rough start had a really hot month and a half now it's kind of cooled off a little bit and hasn't quite been to his top tier self but again this is a Wolves team that's still number one in the Western Conference. Yeah, they've dropped some contests to the Knicks and Oklahoma City, but both of those were on the road against two winning teams. And not that that excuses everything that didn't go right for them, but it's to say, let's take a step back here and let's not uh, let's not freak out, shall we? This Wolves team is good. They're going to be good. Uh, they got some problems. Anthony Edwards with a shot selection, especially when the team is losing late in games. He sometimes will huck up. Heat check threes way too early in the shot clock. We've talked about Cat being weird. We've talked about some of these other things with the team. But, you know, Kyle Anderson not necessarily having his great sophomore season in Minnesota. But 
I, I digress. This is still a good basketball team. They're still number one in the Western Conference, and they've still beaten some of the top teams in the NBA. By the way, they're 14-1 and at the Target Center this season, with the one loss coming back in November to a good Sacramento team. So this Wolves team is good. Yeah, they've had a couple slip-ups along the way, but don't let that distract you from the fact that they are still the top team in the Western Conference. They're one of the best teams in the NBA, and they're legit. They're going to figure some things out. And even again, we talk about, you know, after Christmas is kind of the right time to start judging a team. And the Wolves after Christmas have beaten some good teams. They've beaten a Dallas Mavericks team. Again, they didn't have Kyrie or Luka, but they still got the win, uh, even if it was ugly. You talk about a win that they got over LeBron and the Lakers. That was a big win for them. They're going to be all right. Uh, right now, the Wolves are going to play New Orleans tomorrow night. At 7 p.m., that'll be a good uh, a game for the Wolves to kind of get right. They are, again, 14-1 and at the Target Center. Zion probably going to play. It's going to be a tough one. It's not going to be an easy gimme victory, uh, but, uh, you know, it's going uh, to be all right. So there you go. That's what we have uh, right now. Also, taking a look at the Minnesota Vikings, do we, do we have to talk about them? Do we really have to, uh, do we really got to do some of that? Oh man, it's been rough for those guys. Uh, basically they lost their starting quarterback and things kind of have went south since then. Me and Corey are going to talk about it more as the, uh, as the season goes on and as this week goes on, I kind of want to do a full Vikings breakdown when Corey gets here. So I think that's going to do it. I think we're going to wrap up our mini morning sports desk here for today. This has been the morning sports desk for Tuesday January 2nd.